and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook? Yeah, it's kind of starting at the beginning, really, isn't it? Yeah, we've not um, really done it no, before. No, no, it's like yeah, we, we sort of started somewhere in the middle and worked backwards. What, the, what but, does a transport manager CPC course say about applying for oh, a no, no, it's quite it's quite no, it's quite a, in transport manager um, license uh, scope of licensing criteria to obtain a license uh, and the license. Licence, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, application process is is a big thing. It always has been a big thing um, in transport manager. So it is it is something that's quite well well <laughs> depends where you go. It is quite well taught. Um, <laughs> although at the point that you're teaching it, you you probably think well, there's not that many people in the room who would have had that experience at actually doing it. Um, I mean, that may come later when they're qualified, but. Um, it, and and he also, once you're up and running as a transport manager, then it's not you know it's not every day a transport manager gets to you know maybe apply for a new license. Uh, you know maybe the company's expanded into a new traffic area and they have to apply for a new license. So it's one of those once in a sort of well I won't say once in a lifetime events, but once in a blue moon events really. Uh, you know so it's very rare. It isn't is. It? I think it's, it is. I think it's a rare thing for transport managers to do. It's certainly. In my experience, as a consultant helping operators to apply or new operators apply for a license, it's something they very rarely do. And actually, as a, as a consultant working with multiple clients, it's something we do quite regularly. So I uh, feel sort of well, well positioned to sort of train it. And uh, it's interesting, I think, it'd be interesting for me to re-review what's on the transport manager course in comparison to absolutely what, I totally what, agree what, with that. what actually happens but yeah. um, what I do know for a fact is and I see it regularly is people complaining about the length of time that um, the OTC are taken to grant licenses and um, often often operators can really streamline um, they, can, they can streamline the application process by ensuring that they provide everything right first time. I think it's uh, it's very important to take this methodology of right first time when it comes for applying for an operator's license because you get one opportunity to get it past the uh, caseworker's desk and in for yeah. in, in for submission and I, approval. That's exactly it, isn't it? Once it once it hits that sort of uh, once it comes starts bouncing back to you, um, and I hate this cliche. It's it's an old it's an old uh, worn out one, isn't it? But it's, it's um, it, when you get all, if you've got all your ducks lined up, yeah, um, and, and you get it passed at first pass, past the caseworker. Um, I think it's a lot smoother from there on in, isn't it? If you can do that, absolutely, but. yeah. And I think I think the issue you've got is you go back to the bottom of the pile every time they send you a letter to, re, you know, a first request for information. Mm. It's uh, it's back to the bottom of the pile for you, um, and therefore uh, delays delays all round. So um, I guess I guess the thing to do is what what are the top tips for uh, applying for an operator's license and, and making sure it's granted. Well, so the, the first thing to do is to make sure you get it right. So making sure that your application absolutely mirrors what's public. If you're applying for a limited company, uh, for example, making sure that the directors and the influencers within the business are clearly named in the same way that they appear on the company's house because that's something yep. uh, that the traffic commissioner will look at. 
if those people have uh, business interests elsewhere or with other operators or uh, within other operators' licenses, you may need to provide some dialogue around mm. uh, around that relationship. Uh, the other thing is to make sure that you've properly worded uh, the advertisement that goes into the paper and making sure that you're listing it in the right paper for the postcode region of the operating center um, because that's an absolutely vital thing and often making sure you know from a wording point of view from a correspondence address point of view uh, that everything is is perfectly correct there um, one of the, one of the other things that's recommended is to actually provide some aerial photographic evidence of the operating center yeah, to demonstrate yeah. that it's got uh, the right facilities yeah, as a as an operating centre as well, which is sometimes something people will miss. Yeah, and and and, and Google Earth is is a great Absolutely. way of doing that. Or do you know do you know a drone? I, I, funny, funny you should ask that question, Pete. But I just <laughs> I know a recently qualified drone operator who might yeah. be able to. Are you a pilot? Are you a drone pilot? What's uh, the right terminology? Well, yeah, it's, uh, yes, it's pilot. Oh yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's pilot. Yeah. pilot. Yeah, Fantastic. yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I can. At last, it's, it's took me. Oh, I shan't tell him many years, but it's took me many decades to get to that point where I can say, yeah, I'm a licensed licensed by the Civil Aviation Authority. So. Amazing. I, I watched. I tell you what, I watched the other day. Darren Brown. Have you watched? Do you watch Darren Brown? I, I, I've listened to his books and his oh, podcasts and stuff. But yeah, yeah, fantastic. Great, great so he done. Um, he done a show a long time ago. I watched it on all fours catch up because the kids are fascinated yeah. by Darren Brown. Um, where he got a, a guy to land a plane, I put yeah. in inverted commas. Uh, so a guy who was very low on confidence, wouldn't ever put himself forward, boo to a goose kind of thing, was part of this project that resulted in him uh, on his first ever flight, because he's shit scared of flying, uh, recommending himself out of the out of the people there to um, land the plane when the uh, yeah, when the yeah, pilot yeah. was taken yeah, poorly. A, yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. anyway, I digress. I massively well, digress. Well, funny, no, no, because you make a good point. Because you know, I teach it, but if you were to say to me, I, I have done it since. I've, I've, I've got to admit, and you know, I have I've done it in the past. But if if you were to say to me now, right, take this, you know, go start from scratch and put this license application in. It would still give me sweaty palms. I've got to yeah, admit, it still yeah, give me sweaty yeah, yeah. palms. And you might find me coming and knocking on your door and saying, "Pete, give us a hand with this a minute, pal," um, because you know you do think um, you're under a bit of pressure. Now, when I when I, when I first started teaching this, of course, it was still postal, and and I used to have a big envelope. And um, with this big envelope, he used to get people to visualise what was going in the envelope. So if they were sat in an exam, they could picture me with this envelope and all these various bits of paper, GV79, TM1, all going into this, this, this envelope. Well, of course, we do it online now. So I've lost that. It's gone. That props yeah. out the window now. So um, it's, it, it is online, isn't it, Pete? It's all online Yeah, now. it is, absolutely. It's, it's all online. And... Um, what I recommend it you need beforehand. I, I don't know how people do it if they haven't got a passport because you have to yeah, do the digital identity government, check. Government ID, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So, ID. so you have to do a, a, a digital identity check, uh, which is quickest with a passport. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's recommended if you're applying for a national type license um, rather than a restricted, you'll need that for the director applying director as well as the transport manager when that's they do that's a great that point well. isn't it that is a great isn't it? so quite i mean often it will come down to the transport manager to do the application but you know the the the, the applicant the, the 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 legal entity represented by a director at least one will also need to do that that's a really yeah, good absolutely. point hi it's pete from flagship partners we're really proud to sponsor the fleet geeks podcast 
Flagship partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfill their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. Yeah, so they, they need to make sure that they have the passport with them. So what are the things you need? So you go online, you do the application, you need to have an operating centre, uh, you need to have approval to use the operating centre. I would suggest uploading um, images. There's my podcast, there's my phone alarm going. Um, uh, so turn that off. Uh, yeah, so images of the operating centre, uh, upload that as evidence. Uh, upload the advert as evidence from the paper. Uh, front page, by the way, so front page and the landing page of uh, the full page of what the is in the correct paper and the date that it was put in. So if you ask the paper nicely, what they can do is issue you a PDF of yeah. those documents so yeah. they're nice and clear. If you upload images of them, um, then uh, you know you can have occasion where the image is grainy or poor yeah they quality can't quite see the date or something it. I had that once yeah, yeah absolutely that will delay it so they need to be able to see the full information of both the front page so they can see the paper it went into as well as the full page advert um, which shows you don't have to take out a full page advert sorry <laughs> I need to be much clearer there <laughs> yeah. the classified ad yeah. page where your ad appears with uh, the other public notices and information on it um, so yeah they need to be very clear if you're choosing to take a photo of them then you need to make sure they're very very clear and legible uh, but my suggestion is to speak nicely to the uh, most, advertiser most, they, they will know normally now that it won't be the PDF. first time they've done yeah, it yeah it's yeah. not their first radio um, yeah. and uh, and I would check and double check your wording of your yeah, of your right. application again they might be able to help you with that um, uh, yeah sometimes those. sometimes they offer but they always put it back the ball back in your court it's your advert at the end of the day it's yeah your, that you're yeah. responsible for making sure the word proof for it, do yeah do proofread it I've so seen that happen I as would, well I would proofread I have made that mistake before yeah. where I've done an amendment to a licence and not used the correct wording luckily it went through um, but I wouldn't guarantee that it would do every time sometimes the caseworkers can come back with varying questions so um, with the, the whole idea is to try and minimise the questions that are being yeah. asked so I really do recommend providing as much evidence as possible on the online portal and, and returning everything as promptly as possible uh, i.e. uploading the advert making sure uh, the information is correct on the operating centre uh, making sure the transport manager does their bit as rapidly as possible and um, otherwise I think it's, it's sort of fairly fairly straightforward but uh, certainly the advice I say is uh, speak to speak to us speak to the yeah, absolutely. speak to flagship partners I, you know, I'm again, to help if I was back in the if I was back in the uh the, the world of operational transport management and I had this job to do and you know you only do get well I don't say you don't get one chance to get it right you want to get it right first time and a, and a consultant friendly consultant came along and offered me uh, offered me some assistance I would certainly uh, it would certainly be a weight off my shoulders to, to, to get somebody to do that not, not necessarily for me but to take me through that process uh, to, um, yeah, I suppose the one I'm going to obviously mention, of course, is the uh, if you're applying for a standard national or a standard international license, the the TM stuff, so the TM one form, yep. which is a part of the application form, correct, and uh, the uh, the certificate. So what would what should they do with the certificates? The how do they upload those? That's a that's that's a. Do you know what? You've absolutely stumped me there. I think you've still got to post it's, them in. Yeah. I th well, they need to see the original, don't they? And I think I think you need to see the original. However, so I'm fairly certain. 
that um, if you scan them in, um, if you, if you, uh, interestingly, if you've ever tried photocopying a CPC certificate, um, when you photocopy it, the word copy comes comes across the top, doesn't it? You can see it's a copy. It's got like yeah. a, um, so it, it's, it, I, I, I'm not quite sure whether you can scan them in or whether you can, uh, whether you still have to send them in. Um, no, you scan them in. You send them as a PDF. Yeah, you do. We've done it recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we we send we send the the transport manager in, and actually you've uh, you've just reminded me of uh, of the other step, which is around the financial standing. As financial, well. oh yes, so yes. Uh, making sure that you've got a bank statement yeah. for uh, demonstrating the financial standing and ensuring that that is on the application, and uh, therefore um, making sure that that's there. And it's quite likely if it's a recent company uh, that there'll be a undertaking around ensuring ninety days later uh, you can still provide uh, reassurance to the TC that that, that financial standing still yeah there. so it's, it's not that's just a, that's a subject for another podcast that is I think way. we'll, we'll do fin- that on another one the because, financial yeah. standing the financial standing is a bit of a challenge for people now it because is. it's quite an old system a lot of vehicles are on contract maintenance these days so do you need do to you, have yeah yeah you know do people need to have the uh, um, the financial standing but anyway that's that's a separate podcast Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, lots to think about. Financial standing, advert, T TM form, TM certificate, system. and passports. Yeah, to get to get you there in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, it, it it is it is. Um, although it, you know you have a process, there is a process. It's a process that is 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 reasonably easy to follow. Actually, when you sit down and do it. It is a little bit daunting, isn't it? Yeah, so, um, and the reason I got stumped there with the transport manager certificate is the last one I did was a postal one, but actually everything has gone online PDF now. So now. it is, it yeah. is PDF now. So yeah, I, I um, did one quite recently. Yeah, first of, first of August, everything uh, everything transferred to yeah. online. So uh, that's very much the case. Anyway, stay tuned for the next one, which is going to be around amending your operating Amending, license. yeah, because once you've got it, you're going to change it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we'll see you on the next see one. See you on the next one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.